0: Hi friends. This is a bit of a necessary prelude to the conversation that I'm about to share with you. It was a lovely conversation with my friend about her creative pursuits, but near the end we had a few technical difficulties regarding internet connectivity, which is bound to happen when you talk to somebody across the ocean. And uh, before we started, she said, "Hey, I'm going to record my audio locally," and I said, "Sure, that's a good idea." And it turned out to be a really good idea because she started cutting out, and I lost some of her dialogue uh, near the end. And so you'll hear some switching going on in the audio to her local audio, and I just didn't want you to think that the government is hacking into your brain again. Now, uh, I know you're, what you're thinking. James, why didn't you? Why did you just use her local audio the whole time? Well, there there would be some technical issues that would arise through the way that I recorded this episode. It, it, would, it wouldn't have worked, so uh, that's, that's why it kind of worked that way. I tried to make it as smooth as possible. But anyway, here's that conversation. Enjoy. Hi friends, welcome back to another video slash episode of the James Red Podcast. Today I'm here with a long-time internet friend, and her name is Megan Kate Potter, a.k.a. Meg's Creations, a.k.a. Meg. And yep. she's here, <laughs> right? Uh, she's not specifically a photographer, but I don't want these conversations to be just me and photographers. I want these conver- they tend to be naturally, obviously, but... <laughs> I want them to be me and creators, and I think that that all arts inspire all arts. But Meg is an artist. Uh, More specifically, she's a YouTube creator who is masterful at drawing and painting, and the stuff she creates is certainly not simple. There's lots of geometry and patterns, and it takes a lot of uh, craftiness and artfulness. And uh, she has a very interesting series on her channel called Coffee With, which we'll be touching on specifically, and, uh, because it's quite interesting, where she makes portraits of people by painting them with coffee, which seems impossible to me because I would drink all of my paint before I finished <laughs> the portrait, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but uh, me, me and my wife will actually be a part of one of those coming up soon. Yeah. I'm very excited. And I understand that I, if everything goes well, I, we will actually receive the painting. Is that correct?
1: A hundred percent. You'll be receiving the original painting. Um, There's no guarantee that it will still smell like coffee, but maybe that's just because I've smelled so much coffee that I just cannot smell anymore.
0: Um, <laughs> that happens. So it does. It really does. <laughs> that does happen. Yeah. You were, well, for example, I used to work in a coffee shop and you would have to stick your face into the bag yeah. <laughs> to to smell the coffee anymore. It's, it's actually a really sad thing. Uh, But I will link below to her thing. She is a very interesting creator. Thank you for taking the time. And how's your day going?
1: I mean, thank you for having me. It's um, I've kind of like entered this kind of podcast esque type chatty world um, and I've done three interviews so far. So it's kind of refreshing to be like when I was chatting with you to be on the other side where I don't have to think about the questions that i want to ask or the direction that i want to go in so this is an absolute pleasure it's been a fantastic day kind of went out saw a new friend which is something new uh had some great food new friends it's are
0: almost fun. as good as old friends
1: i mean all kinds of friends new old current
0: medium future middle ground medium. friends whatever that yeah. is acquaintances <laughs> slight acquaintances <laughs> People are great Pe- <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: And uh, yeah, the sun is shining. Um, got a bit of a tan slash minor sunburn, which you know, in the UK, I don't mind because I'm mm. going to take it. Mm-hmm. So they don't it's come been great. along that often,
0: maybe, right?
1: I mean, no, they no, they don't. So that's good. Just got to take the burn when it comes. So I,
0: <laughs> so I don't. That's a very philosophical statement. Uh, <laughs> So I don't, I, I don't tan, I actually freckle, so I, I okay. just become more freckled, and it's interesting, you know, my wife has a darker skin complexion, but I I think my freckles are her skin complexion, and then I have the other side of me, which is the anti-freckle, which is the white part of me, mm-hmm. and uh, they just get, you know, they just get darker, and then I burn like a, you know, I just turn into a lobster, it's a nightmare, but. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh so uh, where can people find you first off, if they want to? So at the moment, I'm
1: mainly on Instagram and YouTube, I would say predominantly on Instagram, just because of the ease of sharing, uploading, creating content. It's, you know, it's pretty much instant. And YouTube, I'm getting back into, I've had, you know, a few breaks here and there. But with this Coffee With series, um, that's going to be the main platform where i basically put out my content so yeah instagram youtube have kind of gone back on twitter but it's i want to keep it simple Mm -hmm. so just yeah just the two platforms for now
0: fantastic okay and uh, like i said i'll I'll link below to that stuff but uh first off i want to touch on your coffee with series and what you basically Mm -hmm. do with this series from my estimation is that you will paint the person and you will and i don't uh let me know if this is a more recent development because I forget you will add a voiceover to give context to the person's story. And in our case, you actually had a conversation with us and you're going to overlay that conversation.:
1: Absolutely. So um, So the first several coffee painting that I did, we're gonna just kind of go from the beginning, was I like when, I, when I first started getting into YouTube and I started watching this creator called Mike, Mike Falzone who is awesome. He's a comedian, he's a content creator, an entertainer, and he's just fantastic. And he had a podcast with his girlfriend then, but wife now, called Sawyer, but she was called Coffee Girl. And I don't know why, but there was just one day, I was just like, I'm going to paint him in coffee. I mean, Uh,
0: we all all had that inclination from time to time.
1: I mean, absolutely. You kind of look at a coffee and think, what if I add some water, stick a paintbrush in it and put it on paper? What can happen?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) So I actually, I made a video of it and I painted with coffee and I just really loved it. And from that, kind of did a few here and there, but not many. And it's really over the past, I would say four, four to five years have you know, done some here and there, but it's pretty much in the past year where I've really grown to love it as much as I do now. And like you said, the more recent development has been creating these coffee painting kind of time-lapse videos and sharing the story of who I paint, because with anyone that I draw or I paint, I really, I love picking people who inspire me personally and you know with with the content that i share online i always want there to be some sort of value some sort of takeaway from it and i think people have such interesting stories and if you can share someone's story with people who might not know about them i think that can be really inspirational you know to people whether you know they're they're looking for someone to look up to or they're going through a difficult time where they feel like they need some kind of answer or something like that. And then, so I remember doing one of Will Smith, and that was kind of my first proper coffee painting where I did a voiceover, kind of retelling a bit about his story. And then after that, I did one of Dwayne Johnson or, you know, the rock. Um, Dwayne who? (laughs) Dwayne who? Everyone knows who Dwayne Johnson and he's he's fantastic. He's great, and I shared that and just that research and really learning about his life inspired me so much. And so, I was thinking about the fact that I love sharing people's stories, and I would really like to have conversations with people because I love coffee. And, you know, you go to coffee shops, that's kind of, that's a, a general theme when people get together, they have a coffee. It's kind of this thing that brings people together. Mm, it's, a, it's a communal and
0: experience.
1: It really is. And it's it's all about, you know, yes, it is about the actual coffee, but it's also about your experience whilst having it. And I feel like a lot of the experience is this conversational, you know, catching up with friends or like meeting someone for a meet, like business meeting or meeting someone new and I really love that aspect to it so I thought how how can I just bring all these things together as well as share people's stories and it got me thinking on the fact that I actually know so many people in my own life who are a similar age to me who are all super creative and super intelligent and they really have these awesome goals and dreams that they're working towards. And I th- I was like, this is this is the perfect idea to be able to showcase their journey, which they're, they're currently going through, to chat with them about things that they've done, things that they've achieved, you know, challenges that they've gone through. And it be really relatable because. It's it's as if you're chatting to a friend, and you know, we we just we're all in this together at the end of the day. And I think conversation is key to development, and learning from other people is key, and collaboration is key. So I really wanted to bring all that together, and that's kind of where this new idea of Coffee With came about, where I wanted to seek out these people that I had. You know, or I knew in my life, such as you and Christina. Um, the first episode I did with my best friend Dina, who is a filmmaker. I just I just recorded another episode with a really lovely, lovely guy called Mike, who is a photographer and who is a creator and he does online content. And just from these, like these three episodes I've done so far, I I cannot explain how amazing it is to learn about your stories and to find people who have a similar outlook on life to you there's just something so reassuring about it and you know I feel like as creators we we can kind of in a way feel alone sometimes because you know we're in our bubble we're in our creative bubble um like you were saying you know I think you and I are both similar in that we It's only when like push comes to shove that we'll kind of go outside and explore like we we're kind of comfortable in our own space, just doing our own thing and really branching out and chatting to other people and realizing that, you know, some of the things that you go through, they've gone through as well, or being able to take really valuable lessons from their experiences is it's just been really, really inspiring and just really validates kind of my intention with content creation which is to just make it make a positive difference really um yeah so that's I feel like I just waffled on for ages then. no that was that was perfect um, you're a good waffler but uh, thank you thank you um that should be like my badge I should just have like waffler on a badge right. on the shirt
0: right, right right yeah
1: just to warn people
0: expert waffler
1: <laughs> love it I mean
0: Change my Facebook name. Is that an English term? I've never heard that one. To waffle. To waffle on for ages. I mean, yeah, like we say it here for sure. If if someone just goes on. Yeah, I've never heard that one. Oh, did so that just kind of. Yeah, I know. You got you guys have such interesting phrases. Oh, wait, oh yes, Americans love to listen to English people talk <laughs> in general. I was mention I just did a video with a guy named Pablo Strong, who is a, a, a photographer, yeah. and he also lives in the UK. And oh, cool. I mentioned at the beginning, I was like, any any chance I I get to put somebody with an English accent on one of my videos, <laughs> it's a, it's a good day. But but yeah, you guys have you guys have some really interesting phrases to say, and a lot of times they like I like to I like thinking about what the words that people say to try to communicate things it's fun just Mm. to kind of step back and look at society and the the strange things that we say and even down to the fact that like if you think about the words that you're saying they're just sounds
1: absolutely sound
0: (laughs) it's like it's it's odd (laughs) and so I like that one I'm gonna start using that one uh the I love likewise that's like my favorite phrase on earth and Likewise that, is good. That's I, I a lot of American people say it, but I feel like it's a rather English phrase. Mm, hmm.
1: I think so. I mean, in all honesty, like I've only I've only lived here four years. Um, it's kind of like grew up abroad on the other side of the world, and just like chatting with my coworkers, there are so many slang terms that I just have no idea what they mean. Like I was told one the other day called Peng Ting p like p e n g okay space t i n g painting and to, i'm just gonna be really honest i can't remember what it means um <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i was like what is this like this is some other type of language That's amazing. i have no idea um but yeah there's there's definitely some words here but it's interesting you mentioned that about like you know, you liking the British accent because whenever I hear an American accent or um, we have like a few people from our American team come over to the UK office and pretty much 90% of the conversation was comparing words Mm -hmm. and how we say words and different phrases. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing.
0: I absolutely love it. One of the big differences, and this could get you killed, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I, I can't think of a situation where it would directly do this, but... <laughs> um here we go to the hospital you, mm. you guys go to hospital you take so out we... you take out the the do we yeah maybe not you but uh... <laughs> Minnie. <many laughs> go to hospital yeah i
1: mean i i definitely go to the hospital so okay. i might just be like an anomaly again i, I i'm not really from here right. so you've
0: traveled um, a lot
1: I'm, I'm pretty much like an intruder mm. just pretending
0: an alien yeah, a, a waffling alien. A waf- there we go. A waffling coffee painting alien. <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> kind. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh,
1: so good, so good.
0: <laughs> okay, so back back to uh, back to the, the coffee painting. For, and also, I wanted to mention, I hope you guys don't hear my stomach growling. The only lunch I've had is a couple of pieces of bread, and so I think my stomach is letting me know it's time. I might eat my glass <laughs> after I finish my coffee, but just wanted to address that. Uh so when you're when you're deciding to paint a particular human being mm. uh, with coffee in this particular context, what is it what is something that tends to draw you to that person? I think firstly, what
1: what draws me to someone is what kind of impact they've had on me, but also on the world. And so we'll explore the first one. So kind of what impact have they had on me? What what have I learned from them? And I feel like if there have been like some real key takeaways, Will Smith, for example, one thing that I've really come to appreciate is he's just so knowledgeable. And I feel like, you know, if you just take him as an actor And don't really delve deep and listen to his interviews, listen to his talks, listen to, you know, some of his motivational videos, you'd never really know, like, actually how much experience and just like the wealth of knowledge that he has. He has a wonderful Um, mind. He really does. And just the way that he, the way that he chooses to express and share his knowledge is in a way that's just so it just it just gets you Mm -hmm. like it really gets to the point and just really hits like hits here and also your mind as well Mm -hmm. and so kind of that's really what drew me to him as well as having an impact on the world where he's using his influence and his position to really make big changes in the world and I always appreciate that of someone because you know in a way, I think it, it could be easy to get to that point where you know you you're at an all time high with your career. You know you're not worried about money. You you have it all, and you could just have it. You know you don't need to give anything back. But these people are making real conscious decisions to realize they're in a prime position to be able to make real change in the world because there are so many things that need to be changed. You know we we are developing in a right-ish direction, but there's still so much suffering. There's still so much that we need to talk about, that we need to help each other. Cause at the end of the day, like we're all on this earth together, you know, why wouldn't you want to be able to help someone else who is living a life and, and, for, and they've just been dealt unfortunate circumstances you know what i mean and and so for me that's always really attracted me to these kinds of people so for example um yeah that's why i painted uh Duane. um i last year i did i did i think it was about 10 paintings of 10 women who really inspired me and these women included um oprah I mean, of course, um, like Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres, Gina Rodriguez, Rodriguez, yeah, um, Michelle Obama, Lily Singh, or Superwoman. Um, another one was Selena Gomez. There was another British YouTuber called Hannah Witten. and I know I'm definitely forgetting another one. I just can't remember at the top of my head. But you know, to be able to celebrate particular people and. I feel like also we've we become so accustomed to seeing these people in the spotlight or, you know, in the press that, again, we just kind of take them for face value and don't really dig deeper. But sometimes when you do dig deeper, you realize that they are doing amazing things aside from, you know, what, what they've been, what they've been doing to become well-known. Um, and then again, like with this new kind of st- area that I'm going to, I didn't want to just focus on celebrities or like massive people because as as much as they are amazing and they're doing amazing things, I think it's for, you know, for us to listen to like stories and processes and just to listen to a conversation with another another person again in that same situation, I think is so much more relatable because we're all going we're all going through these same things. Um, so yeah, it's it's just kind of the, the intention and the impact that people have on the world. Um, I do I do fully believe that each and every person has value to offer and to share, and has experiences and knowledge which can help other people um and so I'm kind of just on a quest to find those people mm-hmm. and share their stories because I think it's awesome
0: that's fantastic um, I love that yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I think what's interesting about what you're doing too is that uh oh dang I lost my train of thought it was a good one you were uh you were in the stories and then there was the thing and then you and then uh well anyway so (laughs) you you'll get back on the train soon (laughs) right I'll find it I'll find it halfway into my next statement that's how it always goes um (laughs) what are some of the challenges to painting with coffee maybe maybe even on a technical level
1: so it's so funny that you bring that up because in all honesty every time I start a new coffee painting I am terrified I'm genuinely terrified.
0: Okay, well, so why is that? Yeah.
1: I just, I feel like a noob. I feel like I I I feel like I go back to zero and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to mess it up and it's just going to turn out terrible. And I don't know why. Like, I, I just don't know why. Mm.
0: Um, it's funny so- because people will watch your videos and they'll just go, man, that just comes so easily to her. She just it, ha- honestly, she just has a, really a wonderful creative is. mind, and she just like- sat down and put some coffee <laughs> in a in a thing, and took a brush and started painting, and the rock came out.
1: <laughs> it's it's so the opposite. I I get I, like it, it takes me I would say a good so I I usually pick the person or like I've delved a little bit into animals. So pick the subject of the painting, do the initial sketch. And then I probably give it about two to three days where I contemplate the actual painting and really gear myself up for that moment when I start. Because once I start, that's it. I'm committed. I have to continue. It's you know It has begun. Mm. And it's probably... I, I stay terrified, I would say, for the first three quarters of the painting. And it's really the last quarter where things seem to come together where mm. i'm like okay i got this you know this might work i'm
0: kind of yeah
1: this this might work actually i you know i let it interestingly enough i found that i have to let it dry um cuz basically the way the way that i paint with coffee is similar to that of watercolors so i layer on top um i use instant coffee, just because I can get a lot of different concentrations, and therefore lots of different shade variations. And so I'll start with like, you know, a tiny bit of instant coffee with a lot of water for that kind of light wash. And then I'll just keep building on that. And um, I find though that I sometimes I mean, it it requires a lot of patience. And like, I kind of have to tell myself to stop. Put the painting away, let it dry overnight, and then come back to it because then the layers on top of that lay over much nicer. And then also, I don't know just something happens with the color. It's really interesting because each, each and every one is a different experience. And I think that's that's one of the things that terrifies me. But that's also one of the, one of the reasons why I love it so much is because mm. it's just this whole whole new experience every time and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing but it's going to be okay <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so, i i well as so i was i was looking up one of your i was looking at your instagram account and mm-hmm. the the shading is so it's so interesting your ability to f- find this really dynamic level of shading with mm-hmm. the, with the on a level that can create a person's face and make it look uh rich and and aesthetically pleasing with coffee mm-hmm. i it's so interesting to me that it has this sort of it has this sort of a contrasty but like timeless aesthetic to it like it does it's not something it's not a type of a lot of styles have a have a sort of um timeliness to them right mm-hmm. when it comes to anything you're doing uh, filmmaking is a great example of this' it's, there are these trends that kind of come and go but Definitely. But for example, uh, f- focusing all your energy on telling a, a really solid story in like a documentary format, and not putting too many of the bells and whistles in, just making it mm-hmm. a really solid, flowing story that people can follow along. That's a timeless thing. There are styles yeah. that are just very, very timeless, and a lot of times they tend to be not so complex, but just really well rounded, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and so I, I think that coffee paintings have that that feel to them they're almost black and white but they're but they're brown right yeah (laughs) and so
1: it's it's kind of it's um it's like that filter that that, i mean it's probably on i don't know if you have on instagram but it used to be it used to be on all cameras it was sepia sepia, sepia, Yeah, yeah. you know and it's it is it's and that's exactly it's that kind of grainy kind of old timely but not so kind of feel Mm. um
0: Mhm. It um, it also it also feels uh feels nicer than just putting a sepia filter on a photo, right? Cuz are some mm-hmm. negative sides to sepia as well from <laughs> for, for me. Uh yeah. <laughs> and of course that's a subjective thing, but but uh yeah, but there's like a a level of I don't know, it's just a level of of detail and richness that you're able to achieve and a lot of that comes from your ability to to shade really well and ta- take articulate it in your mind and then turn that into a a physical thing before you Mm. and that's one of the things that's so fascinating about painting to me in in general like I'm 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 wildly interested in this idea that you take a literally a blank canvas I think that's where that term came from uh, yeah (laughs) and it's sitting there before you and you have to take your imagination and vomit it in an organized manner onto that paper whereas if, if you're a photographer you're 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 using the world as a canvas and you're just you're finding you're showing people your experience of mm. the world through the camera. Mm. Uh and I'm also interested because I'm I'm interested in anybody who's masterful at something that I know nothing about. I'm horrible mm. at drawing at all. Yeah. And uh just the you know the 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 masterfulness of the dexterity of the hand to get the shading right and yeah and also you can't there to a certain level we all know from bob ross there are no mistakes there are only happy accidents (laughs) but to a certain level you don't have an undo key command
1: no you do not
0: you just kind of (laughs) go okay that lip went the wrong direction i'm gonna see if i can just put that right there and give it and that's so that's so interesting to me I, i i love i love the uh I love, the, I love it as a medium and mm. I, I love how you have to practice diligently to pull it off well and you certainly do that.
1: Definitely definitely and it's interesting because just doing so I started mainly um, with doing black and white kind of monochromatic portraits kind of pop art style and from there then kind of I call it an investment because back then it was an investment, um, invested in 12 color pencils. And I think this was the best decision. Was it,
0: uh, it oh, oh, color pencils. So not like, mic. was it Micron pens?
1: Oh, no, not Micron pens. So okay. proper color, yeah, proper color pencils. But just the 12 pack, like I could have gone for the 36 pack, which had way more color options and would have been great. But I had the 12 pack and I thought if I can master how to, you know, create shading and, you know, highlights and shadows and really make something look good with just 12 colors. Once I can master that, then I can go on to 36. And I think it was that initial, you know, it's that kind of, I'm, I'm sure it's the same with photography, like, you know, you you don't go and buy the most expensive camera initially, because you will not know how to properly use it you, you start with the basics mm. and you you become masterful at using that particular um you know outlet of creativity or that medium and then you progress on to the next one and you, you then become masterful at that and then you progress on to the next so it really has been a slow progression over the past i would say properly i've been properly drawing since I was about 19. So about six years. Mm. Yeah, six years. Um, I actually I did art in school and it was a completely different experience. Um, It was kind of you have to do this and you have to draw this and I liked it but I was not as passionate about it as I am now. And um, yeah, it was kind of during a time where I didn't have much to do and I just started colouring and from there I was like, I love this. And like you said, there's there's just this satisfaction of being able to create something from nothing. And I think this spans over all kinds of creativity, whether it's digital, video, um, like that's I love After Effects for that because you literally start with nothing. Right. and you create layers and layers and add you know different keyframes different animations and you could literally build whatever you want yeah you know if yeah. if you wanted to you could build the most complex 3d digital or like realistic looking world and i I, I think that is one of the most amazing things mm-hmm. ever and I really feel the same about art and creativity and I think really it's, it's that kind of mindset that really led me on to exploring coffee paintings because um, I, I just like exploring lots of different mediums. I think why not, you know, just try loads of things, see what sticks, you know, see what doesn't and just, just really try it all. Why not?
0: <laughs> why not?
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah I love I yeah. uh spent a good part of my childhood as an introverted homeschooled human being mm. uh, just poking around in after effects like I made my brother's girlfriend's head explode that was fun so good <laughs> yeah uh, I. I I would I was really you know I was interested in visual effects just for the fun of it I guess and then I would but but yeah it was amazing that you could sort of take You could, not even on the level of character animation, but you could take a rectangle and give it character. Yes. Right? You could control the velocity of the keyframe and make it, you know, if you want the rectangle to to jump, right? And you want it to feel, if you want it to feel heavy, it just kind of goes like that, right? But if you want it to feel sort of springy and playful, it's just like boing, boing. Yeah. And the, the dynamics of that were really fascinating to me in figuring out how to, you know, make, uh, make text fly together and bounce off of each other, maybe. And, and all the, the the little creating things that feel dynamic and, Mm -hmm. and having, you know, everything's built up of shapes. So you have, you can have a rectangle and a circle and you you just start building more rectangles and circles before you know it, you have a cityscape or, or you you've, you've, you've built a, a what were those things called? You've built a uh, some sort of hydron collider, isn't that what they have? In... <laughs> that's super random. Uh, that's where they like take it those atomic <laughs> atomic uh, those energy particles and like slam them together. Okay. The problem with this is they're going to create a black hole, but it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a a huge building slash mm. uh, mechanical entity somewhere around. I forget where they built it. It's like one. It's like one of the biggest machines in the world. And I need to
1: research this. Yeah,
0: it's like this big loop, and they shoot particles, and the particles collide, and they oh, learn there's things. A, from th- this. Yeah,
1: there is. There's like a particular word for it. Oh, we
0: learned it in science, and I can't remember now. All right, let's see. It is the, Hydron collider. All right, guys, we're going. We're waffling on. We're going on a tangent. <laughs> the alien. The alien wafflers have. <laughs> have come back <laughs> yes this is, this is uh, uh, no, it's... here we go so let's see how does the large hadron hadron collider work hadron the large hadron collider is the world's largest and most powerful particle collider the most complex experimental facility ever built the largest single machine in the world and if i'm seeing pictures of giant Uh, of a a giant tunnel with a smaller tunnel with it within it they shoot these particles Mm. around you would think you would only need a tabletop to collide some particles but oh no yeah you need like oh no um a mile uh, or however long it is let's just say we're gonna say 500 mile long donut (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so that's the the (laughs) large hadron collider uh where were we okay so now i just want to talk about uh you're just painting and drawing in general which we've we've Mm. sort of uh, fell into a little bit there but what drew you to painting and what drew you to drawing in the first place and why why was it so interesting I know you touched on that a little bit but maybe Mm. if there's some further waffling
1: yeah no definitely I mean you know I mean we're like 40 minutes in I think we can establish that I love to waffle um
0: (laughs) I just like I like waffles (laughs)
1: waffles are great yeah so good um so it was again I did I did uh art for my GCSEs which is I don't know what it would be like the equivalent in America it's basically when you're 15 16 years old so mm, like high school bar
0: mitzvah (laughs) what are we talking about
1: no like like when you're 15 16 years old at school like what what do you class that as is that like middle school oh, high oh i see
0: i see uh, <laughs> i guess that would be maybe middle school just going into high school maybe
1: so so those basically the uh IG, gcse's or igcse's are this kind of exam these exams that we take mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um before we go into our a levels which is kind of it's like 17, 18-year-old before university or you guys call it college, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did art then. I think I got a B or something and didn't really do anything else. And then I was at a point kind of in my life where I, I wasn't at school and I didn't really have anything to do. <laughs> so, um, So basically I was like, I need to find something to do and i love, I I love start- the
0: simplicity of that i didn't have anything to do and i thought <laughs> i need to find something to do
1: yeah it, i mean pretty much and so i mean i can't remember if i went out and bought like a cheap pack of colored pencils or something but i think i think i had some graphite pencils and i just started doing portraits i think i did one of uh carl drogo and then one of um house I can't remember his name Hugh Laurie from house Mm -hmm. and then I was like okay this is kind of cool I'm gonna try some color because I didn't really like have never done color before and like that just kept building and building and I kept doing more and more and more and then I at that point I was living in Thailand and I then then we kind of I mean Life's a bit bonkers but we basically then had two months in Amsterdam and in Amsterdam I decided to get a sketchbook and that really kind of got me doing lots of different things like I did sketches outside, I just like, I remember drawing my foot which was great. I like doodled, you know. They're they're there, why not draw them? Exactly. I mean they were in socks. I'm not a fan of toes you know and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff feet and socks are fine so just want to establish you that could have really so leaned important.
0: into that and be- you could have be- become the premier sock painter i mean so- socked foot painter
1: if if there are any artists out there who you know want to become like really successful i think this is a great idea so here you go we're mm-hmm. giving you this idea um i I just picture
0: a massive socked foot mural in new york city on the side of of some uh business building or 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 arts building right
1: yes 90 foot
0: tall socked foot absolutely and like the title could be this
1: socks so it's like okay you know like this sucks but it's like socks
0: oh okay yeah 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 you know uh uh, we'll have to develop develop that a little bit more but we're on to something
1: (laughs) That, that's a nice way of saying, Meg. That was a terrible name for this <laughs> exhibition. We need to call it something
0: else. <laughs> um, there are no, no, there are no. No, there are no bad ideas. This is what think tanks are for. There are no bad yeah. ideas. Let's just get it all on the board, and then we decide yes. if they're bad ideas.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, socks, and then um, and then I came to the UK, and. It was when I started my YouTube channel that I started experimenting with more different mediums. I was still mainly doing portraits because there's just something about drawing someone's face. I, I, I love faces and I love you know, the shapes of people's eyes and, and the highlights and the shadows and all the different complexities within a face. I find it fascinating. And through my YouTube channel, again, explored lots of other mediums such as watercolor, um, pastels, at one point, I painted with nail polish, mascara. Um, I mean, the occasional do those spaghetti again. sauce. I mean, no. See, that was actually probably the root of where where my passion came from. Because I remember, whilst I was doing my um, GCSEs in art, so when I was fifteen, sixteen, I was subscribed to this channel on YouTube of this guy who painted. I can't remember his name, but he was. Um, there's that documentary about McDonald's of the guy who just purely eats McDonald's. I can't remember his uh-huh. name.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, and, and there's one this,
1: yet. yeah, there's this like iconic image of him with like his mouth full of fries. And this, this YouTube channel, this guy from this YouTube channel painted him using ketchup and it was the great he, ketchup and a fry. He painted him using ketchup he, and a fry. <laughs> that's so I good. will send this link to you. It is the most fantastic thing you've ever seen. And he went on to paint like Elvis and and stuff. And there was like one with barbecue sauce and all this kind of stuff. So wow. probably at the core root of everything, that's where the seed was planted. And if they
0: make a movie about you, they'll call it ketchup and a fry.
1: Oh. Yes, I like that.
0: creation stories.
1: <laughs> That's so good. Um and, and I just kept going. I just kept going. And to be honest like it was when I started getting I would say when I started getting more into like digital art and things that I started experimenting more with shapes and patterns and that that led on to one of my other really big passions which is drawing mandalas and drawing with um ink so ink pens and just doing really kind of black and white you know stuff and initially it was you know my thought process was like oh this is cool i can draw circles on circles on circles add a few triangles more circles add some dots here and there <laughs> and you create something awesome
0: and- the occasional octagon
1: Exactly. Them all exactly.
0: Together.
1: Yeah. Maybe a swirl here or there. Oh my gosh, um, Yeah. I, I know a little. Uh, that's like going a bit crazy. I would, there. Well, but, I would.
0: Um, I would probably put way too many swirls.
1: <laughs> there's never too many swirls. Is never that right? too many okay. swirls. <laughs> pro tip.
0: Pro tip <laughs> for Meg's um, creations.
1: <laughs> but like, what? The more I drew mandalas, because um, I mean, there's something that's really quite popular, and it's obviously those art therapy books and they're full of mandalas So you colour mandalas as a way to just kind of calm down and just chill, zone out. And No, I've never
0: I've never heard that term before. Is that what's behind you? Yes. So that's Okay. That's a mandala there. Okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, that's like
1: I have like a little art wall going on here. Um and my new little plant which, you know, featured mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I've called it Tim. It's great. Here, I'll show you my plant.
0: I, we haven't named him yet, but this is a plant that we have.
1: That's so beautiful. However, oh, I love
0: it. Aww. If you look, I'm going to ruin my shot, but if you look <laughs> to my left, I guess your right, yeah. you'll yeah. see. Uh, oh, I can't see. Oh, oh gosh, that's a lamp.
1: Oh, this is Oh, a I see them.
0: Okay, there, there. we
1: go. Yeah. So we have plenty of there. Them.
0: And the best part of this is that's probably about, I'm going to say that's about. Thirty to forty percent of the, the plants that we have in our house. <laughs> okay. My wife wants our house to be a jungle. I'm all for that. Yes. I support that. And so we yep. ha- we have one in there that's probably five and a half feet tall. It's great. Nice. It's nice. Really nice. Plants, I used I used to have a cactus, but it's shriveled up. I accidentally watered it too much. Which well is- Oh, that's adorable. It's a baby
1: cactus. That's yes. adorable. That's great. Um so plants are great <laughs>
0: Yes, and it's a, they're just there's a calming effect that comes with having there a really lot of plants is. in your house it's a good thing
1: there really is and yeah well talking about calming um that's exactly what drawing mandalas is you know it's it's this like it really for me is first and foremost, a way to just like completely relax. And if I have like a lot going on in my mind, or just things I need to work through, I'm like, right, there's like, you know, there's infinite options, but there's not a lot of thought that really goes into it. And I know that sounds kind of strange, because you see a mandolin, it's like really complex and things, but it's basically just adding shapes to shapes right right. it's almost like it
0: it's uh it's not too complex so it helps you kind of fall into a flow state
1: Mm, exactly and there's this this really just calming like repetitiveness to it you know like usually what I do I just get um a compass a pencil piece of paper draw a bunch of circles um you know kind of like sometimes draw some close together some far apart and then I'll just build on that I might draw some like half circles a few triangles here and there kind of plan out the basic skeleton of it and then just add and i kind of just add like as i feel um i never really have like a plan with it which i think makes for just a really organic mm. like looking
0: piece so it's like a flower almost really
1: absolutely absolutely and kind of from then i i kind of have kind of dipped in a few different other areas so like um one thing that I'm very much inspired by and interested in is tattoo art I think it's really incredible and I think it's it's so amazing now that it's that it's becoming recognized as an art form as opposed to this kind of just oh that person's rebellious or oh that person's part of a gang or you know where where I'm sure in some countries it is but kind of I would say for the western world it's more common to look at someone's you know tattoo and go oh that's a cool piece of art Mm -hmm. and I've just kind of yeah just really experimented with lots of different things and continue to do so um but I think at the moment my main passion or my main focus at least because if if I didn't make myself focus I would I would be like all over the place with just doing everything Mm -hmm. so like the main focus at the moment is the coffee paintings as well as keeping up kind of the mandalas and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just exploring those.
0: So you talk, so you talk about, a you talk about staying focused and, and mm-hmm. staying focused, I think is part of building a structure for yourself in order mm-hmm. to, to not just kind of fiddle and play everywhere, but to focus, to, to, to dig into a specific, um, niche of something, and definitely. become masterful over that thing definitely uh so with that said i'm curious what obviously a huge part of structure is having a daily structure what does a normal day look like for you in in, in your attempt to be structured because i i speak to this thing as somebody who's just trying to be more structured at all times i'm not somebody who has some sort of uh, special wisdom on structure i'm just trying my Absolute best and fighting as hard as I can <laughs> at all times. Uh, yeah, so for, for you, I mean, maybe you maybe you do have some special wisdom, but uh, where 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 are you at with that?
1: I mean, definitely don't have some special wisdom. Um, structure and focus is definitely a daily challenge. I I love writing things down, but and I love planning, but for some reason my I, it, I just never quite stick to the things that i set myself so what i've come to very quickly or very slowly actually realize is to not overset myself goals mm. to just really pick one or two things that i want to accomplish in that week and focus on those and really Put my hundred percent into those, and if I completed those, then I'm happy. And anything else is extra and a bonus. Yeah. So, at the moment, um, firstly, I bought a whiteboard, life changing. Oh, good. Um, I'm, I'm I'm definitely not someone who likes to schedule through using like iCal or on my phone or things like that. I'm I'm a very hands-on person. I like to write things down, map things out using my hands and i think recently i've realized i can't do it in books because i'm not faced with it every single day like you can write in a book and you can close it right. and put it away put it, yeah, I yeah forget yeah. about it Collects and dust. it never exactly it never happens so this whiteboard has really been quite revolutionary because i have to stare at it every single day and i know what i have to do so just reading off what i have there i break it down into different days. And so I have kind of each day um, leave a bit of a space. Then I have important projects. Um, the gym for me is something really important as well. So I have a separate schedule for that. And then kind of like little daily goals. And well, can I can stop work...
0: you right there? Yeah. The gym, exercise, how does that help yes. you?
1: So many ways. Um, to be honest, I... I like feeling like I'm capable of doing things Um, and going to the gym and working out not only gives me clarity of mind that helps me to focus that is also a different outlet for me to work through you know things that I might be thinking about or that's kind of going on with me and I just like to be physically capable of doing things I like to know that you know if I want to run a little bit <laughs> i can do that and not be out of
0: breath <laughs> if i need to not run to the mailbox Just a little bit exactly. i will survive the journey
1: exactly if there's a if um, there's a
0: stray cat in the area i will be able to get back to my house safely
1: and not out of breath yeah um it's initially you know the gym for me was something that was was a physical goal I was aiming for you know I wanted to I wanted to look good because I thought if I looked good I would feel good and yes it that is true to a certain extent but I'm now at the point where I love the challenge of pushing myself to beyond pushing myself to new places which I never anticipated I thought I could go and I think that that challenge with my physical body really helps in challenges and different other aspects of life as well. Um, as well as that, so, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I do this all the time. I literally have just been doing this last week um, and was successful at it, but I always tell myself, like, oh, good okay, job. go to the gym. <laughs> yes. Um, go to the gym in the morning. Um, prior to that, I would go in, like, after work. But starting your morning, you know, With working your body movement, not necessarily, you know, having like a focus with, like, okay, I need to get this much cardio or lift this, you know, these, these much weights or kind of this, but actually just moving your body and getting, you know, getting the blood flowing and things Mm -hmm. like that. It really set, it really does and like set you up. So well for the rest of the day, and I know people say that all the time. And you know, people might think, "Oh, they're just going on; they're wafflers." Um, Those, darn but- wafflers. <laughs> Those darn wafflers. Those darn wafflers. But it really, it really does. So, for me, the gym has provided provided me with with focus and structure, the the ability to know that I can challenge myself and can push through barriers. And in all honesty, just to f- to feel like I'm strong, physically strong, gives me a lot of confidence. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely a big priority in my life as well. Mm. Um, like kind of fitness and health, because I feel like they go hand in hand. And then as a result, you know, I, I, I know that when I'm not as active, I feel very lethargic and my creativity dwindles when I'm very active and I'm really on point with everything. The creativity flourishes. Mm -hmm. So at the moment I, I do work full-time job. So I create online content for a travel page, um, as part of a digital media agency. It's a really great job and it's very free and very open. Um, and I, I really do enjoy it. So, that takes up the majority of my day Monday to Friday so like the planned schedule at the moment is kind of like wake up early I think like I'm I'm an early bird for sure um 5 30 6 o'clock that's when I wake up um first thing I do is make my bed revolutionary you make your bed everything feels just clean and like you'll, you've got your life together. Listen, everybody
0: um, on the internet who has anything to do with talking about psychology, say that that is the first. That that is an enormous part of making yourself a happier person. That there is yes. there is. I think there is a lot of scientific data to back that up. To just make your bed.
1: Absolutely, and I, I mean I really don't think that I've gone a day without making my bed for at least like seven years or something. That's awesome. Um, it's literally, I wake up, get out of bed, make it, and then I can start my day. Mm. Um, so it's kind of doing that, you know, heading to the gym, coming back, like the whole morning routine, shower, get dressed, food, all that kind of stuff, go to work. And then, then I'll kind of have each day, like a small little goal that I want to set myself, um, of what I want to achieve. Sometimes it, it will take longer, so I will have to push things back, but in general, like I said, I try to just like set myself one to two main goals per week. And I find that that, that isn't too overwhelming, that I feel like just so overwhelmed that I'm like, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But it's not too little that I think, oh, I can kind of like milk this out for the rest of the week and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just go here and there. Um, so for example, like last week, my main priorities were... Uh, editing the first episode of Coffee With, um, as well as having a conversation with you and Christina and starting to put that together. And then having um, today recording another Coffee With uh, conversation. And as well as that, what was last week? I think that was pretty much it. And after having achieved those, um, like some of my other main priorities are doing drawings for my Instagram or posting content on Instagram. So it's usually kind of just like wake up, gym, have the morning for that whole thing. At least then that's out the way, go to work. And then when I come back in the evening, that's when I can do like my creative kind of side side projects or the side hustle that people may call it.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So first off, I wanted to touch on the exercising thing. Yeah, because this has been my newest endeavor to overcome. Because so, what I do for money is I'm editing videos for another YouTube creator, and this involves me. He posts posts his videos basically every day. Wow! Yeah, this is a lot of this is a lot of time sitting and editing, or standing and editing. I try to move around while I'm doing that. Uh, Going to trying to get you know get out and go to a coffee shop and edit and. changing my environment, hugely helpful. But my, the challenge that is arising is that my body is, is saying, Hey, I, you don't need me anymore. I'm going to wither into a puddle. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, I need to, uh, you know, I need to, create structure for myself to exercise So i'm trying just in the house trying to Mm. uh, i try to do you know like 100 jumping jacks and and like Mm. 20 to 30 sit-ups and 20 to 30 push-ups just as a barrier to entry just just moving right yeah uh and i'm i'm sort of the similar to you in this sense that i want my body to not feel weak i want Mm. it to feel very capable and you feel you just feel better in general right but I've also Definitely. learned that uh, it's exercise and specifically doing things that involve endurance. Mm. Uh, and here, this, this translates to me going out, going that direction and climbing up a mountain, which is a very nice thing about living in Utah. But uh, when I do that, for just getting outside is mm-hmm. the beginning of helping myself feel better. You Definitely. just look out over that. Like I live in a valley, so you just get up on the side of this mountain. You just look out on this open valley for miles and miles and miles. You see the houses, and that just feels it feels so good. It's so good for the mind, especially when you actually leave this valley and go to a true Utah Valley, which is just nothing for miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really special, and it's it's really it's really good for your mental state. I've found, and I've uh, and standing by a body of water is another example mm-hmm. of this just watching the water do its thing. That calmness is, is incredibly useful. This is all part of the process of creating. And definitely, but I've learned that when I go run up a hill, right. And I get my heart rate up just a little bit. This negative energy, you're, you're as much as you're working your body, you're working this negative energy out of your bones. You're getting it out of you and you feel so much better at the end and you feel like you you can go back to your creative thing and you're ready to take it on. And definitely that's a hard thing because you, well, for one, your, your body and your mind don't always tell you what you need. It just tells you what's wrong.
1: Mm.
0: And so, so you'll try to treat this, this, it feeling wrong in many different ways that don't quite solve the problem. And so you have to start to find the thing, the patterns that start to put you in the place that you're in. And then you have to connect the dots yourself, which can be really difficult. And then once you connect the dots and you know what it probably is, then you actually have to get up and do it, which can can be yeah. equally as difficult. On the planning side, you know, you say it, and My wife is this way, too, where she needs a physical object to interact mm. with. She needs to take her hand and you know, hold a pen and make yep. lines and, and, you know, uh, not so much drawing, but just uh, writing out bullet points and getting her, mm-hmm. you know, when she makes, up, she has a very specific way of making a budget where she just draws a bunch of rectangles, puts stuff inside, makes headers, yep. you know, whereas <laughs> I never, I never spent my time that way. I think a lot of it was because I've just, uh, I, I, I didn't grow up in traditional schooling, so that didn't. Mm. I never had a lot of affinity towards drawing and writing things, uh, and, and writing things in order to, to, you know, me- tell a story or articulate thoughts or plan. So for me, Man. everything happens in the digital world. I'm completely opposite. But what I've learned is that the best thing for me in terms of keeping myself on, uh, within a structure is I- I'm the same way. I have a hard time. I can make the structure, but, I I have to make sure I adhere to that structure. Yeah. (laughs) Making the structure is just the beginning of the battle. Oh yeah. But, um, but I've learned that I have to have a very aesthetically pleasing and dynamic, uh, I would call it an ecosystem of planning to interact Mm -hmm. with. So like, for example, I, we, me and my wife just got an app. Uh, well, we got it on our phone. It was $10 on the phone on the Mac. It's actually $40. So this, this is, uh, we, we had to realize if this was going to be useful enough for us. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and we, we bought both of those apps and they're fantastic. It's called things. Okay. And, um, it's just a to-do list slash project management type thing. And it's, it's a beautifully built app. I need, mm. uh, for example, I need key commands in my to-do list app so that I can interact with them in a very tactile way, much like I do with editing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I just love to open up the app and go, what am I going to plan? This is, <laughs> this is exciting. I can yes. create a whole new world for myself in this app. <laughs> and then I have another app called uh, bear, which is actually the, for the pro version of it, it's a subscription based app, but you can download it for free. Uh, it's a note taking app, but it okay. has, once again, it has a billion key commands on, on your desktop. And, uh, it allows you to you know you, you can create your bullet points you can create your headers you can create mm. uh you can create your to-do you can create a to-do list within the the thing you can create line breaks all of this stuff it's just nice to work. i'm actually using it right now for this conversation this is where i write oh, out nice. all my all my uh uh qu- you know questions and sort of yeah. the, the yeah. framework for any given conversation and i've learned that writing is such an important piece of me actually taking myself like, if I ever want to upgrade my creative level of output and things that I'm trying to achieve, I write. Mm. I have to yes. write. Because if not, it's just this, like, it's like this pudding of stuff in your head that's all mixed together and you can't quite figure out how to get it to a singularity. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. That can be... it's, it's
1: like a, it's like a Rocky Road bar. You just, it, there's just so many things. Rocky Road bar.
0: You're telling me all of these things that I have to look up now.
1: Have you never heard of Rocky Road? Is it Rocky Road? Or what's that like? It's like a a thing where it's like got marshmallows and chocolate. Just all the stuff
0: stuffed inside. Google has the answer.
1: Okay. When in doubt, Google.
0: I see it. Rocky Uh, Road. Is this it?
1: Um... Sort of,
0: uh, hold on. Here, I'll give you another one. I
1: can see, I can see it. Uh, Yes, that's okay, it. Yeah, it's just a mishmash of loads of stuff and you can't yes. quite figure out what's in there. Right,
0: yeah. right, right, right. So it's, it's part of writing is that you have to articulate the problem you're experiencing. And some people do that through talking to other people. Mm. And that has its own benefits. Some people do that through thinking and that has its own benefits. Some people do that through writing and that has its own benefits, obviously. So um for me for me it's it's just organizing all of the stuff in my head into something that feels cohesive and that gives me uh, another thing is baby steps are enormous this is mm. uh the basis of you trying to do anything good with your life right yeah uh, if you're struggling with anything that is more than walking to the kitchen and grabbing some ice cream, you need baby steps in order to achieve it Definitely. and it's fun- it's just funny how. Your experience parallels mine but you do it in the physical world with your hands and I do it in the digital world. It's interesting. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. I find like whenever I what, like watch people and like one of my favorite things to watch is how people plan and schedule and I just find it so fascinating because each and every one of us functions so differently and you just really have to find your particular way of working, and that way is, is really specific to you. But once you do find it, it's like you've just unlocked this whole new potential of output, and you know actually getting things done. And
0: it's like finding a pot of gold. Mm. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. And it's a. It's nice how you can. You can, the more that you submerge yourself in anybody's creative structure, mm. there's, there are layers and layers, onion layers, if you will, to learn <laughs> yes. from what they're up to and how they mm, accomplish what they accomplish. But there's a, I've, I'm failing to find it right now, but there's a, I found this, this big list of pie charts with the mm. cr- creative uh, habits. I'll, I'll send it to you after this. Okay. If yeah. Can, if I can find it, creative habits of people throughout history who were that you know so that uh, on this list was Beethoven and uh, Ben Franklin was on there. Mm-hmm. Who else? a B- bunch of but you know a bunch of really prolific people, and it's fascinating because this is this like uh, you know beautifully put together pie chart. The pie chart goes around the person's head, like the picture of their head, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. their schedule from from when they wake up to when they go to sleep. That's cool. And it's so interesting. And uh there was one guy who he, he he would he would basically sleep in like I think he slept in 3 hour increments. Mm-hmm. You can see his sleep schedule. And some of these sleep set schedules are absolutely ridiculous, but you <laughs> but you also see where it's like okay, this person needed that too. He needed a break too. He needed yeah. to uh, he <laughs> Oh yeah, you'll like this one. I forget who it was. He would. He was a composer, I think. He would drink like up to sixty cups of coffee a day.
1: I mean, that—that's commitment yeah. right
0: there. Yeah. A <laughs> to commitment the to least. destroying your kidneys, I suppose. Oh my
1: gosh, absolutely. I mean, like three a day for me is—is is like okay. I need to slow down now. <laughs> um, what? What? What a committed
0: guy. Yeah. 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 I don't know if he was. See, so for me, the way coffee affects me is I, uh, it actually calms me down, because mm. I have sort of a, the ADHD-type brain, and it actually it actually uh, just makes me feel calm and relaxed and mm. focused. It helps me focus. Mm, mm. Whereas for most people, it gives them energy. I, I've never felt an energy boost from coffee other than if I don't drink the coffee and then I feel like crap, and then I finally drink some coffee, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. absolutely. And actually, like I find the same. For me, I, I drink coffee because I genuinely really enjoy the whole process, the taste, mm. and I don't do it for the, the caffeine purposes mm-hmm. whatsoever. But like you as well, I don't feel the hit, but I definitely feel the lack of it when yeah. I don't
0: have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's definitely that. Hey, the way that I look at coffee is well. I, so I think there are, I think you can definitely find benefits to coffee, but I think that a lot of it comes down to if you drink way too much, that's a problem. But that's with anything yeah. in life. And exactly. Also, you could have much, much worse habits in life. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Much worse. Um, and that this one is I would consider a particularly good one, assuming you're you're you know relatively structured about it. But yes. Um, okay. So, uh, so we went through what a day looks like for you and that was wonderfully interesting. I'm curious what we're now, Oh, hour and 10 minutes is great. Uh, what is something that you have struggled with as a creator? What's one of your biggest struggles maybe on a daily basis or early on, or, uh, just maybe this overarching struggle that you're continuing Mm -hmm. to chip away at?
1: So I would say the main thing is style. Yeah. Um and feeling like I don't have a particular style because I feel like all the, all the artists I follow they stick they stick within the same medium and they have a particular style and they that that's that's just their style and it's recognizable you see it and you're like oh that's so and so and sometimes I struggle I I just don't like sticking to one thing um I just love trying different things and I struggle quite a lot with you know as an artist you do want to make or, or most of us I would say want to make a career out of it and so one of my battles is do I try and just stick to one thing to then become recognizable for that one thing and that might get me more work or you know am am I just really kicking myself in the foot because I'm doing all these different things no one quite foot. knows uh, yes exactly the socked foot always a socked
0: foot um, oh that's what could be on the side of the mural that could it could be above it don't kick okay, yourself so- in the socked foot There we
1: go. That's better than this socks.
0: No, they're both, Um. they're both great. They're both great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the encouragement. (laughs) Yeah, no, well, we'll, there'll have to be some context around it. Uh, People might just be confused, but once we build the context, (laughs) it'll, it'll make sense.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, style is definitely something I really struggle with. Um, And I think also on a kind of different note, feel like art is such an insular an insular thing you know you you do your art within the comforts of your own space and i feel like one of the things for me is i've become so comfortable in just being in my own space listening to music and doing art and just being by myself and that's kind of led to Maybe not being able to like socialize as easy or finding it difficult to kind of reach out to people or you know collaborate with people because I think one of the most important parts of creativity and art is collaboration, and it's really only just really recently where I've taken a step away from my little comfort bubble. And do like in do these copy with conversations, really reaching out to the people. Um, and in all honesty, it's been my like best so I guess that wouldn't be a struggle anymore. Um, but definitely, style, the style is a struggle. And then also, I think we all reach those points of self doubt where we kind of see other people's work, look at, look at our own work and be like, well, am, am I good enough? What what makes me special from someone else? Like, you know, there's that person who's just so good at this thing and I'll never be that. But at the same time, we all have to realise that we we each do have something really special to offer from our own individual creativity and you can't match or compare. You know two different creatives because they are totally different um and i'm just trying to think of anything else that i really struggle with um consistency um i feel like one one of my main issues is i i have an idea and i get so passionate about it and i start it and i don't see it through i kind of i'm really good at the beginning And then it fizzles out because then I have another idea and that takes priority. So for me, one of my challenges, but one of my real focuses is really sticking to something and seeking it out. And coming back to the Coffee With series, That is, this is a challenge because this is something that I really want to seek out because I think it has a lot of potential and I'm excited for where it could go. But I just need to keep committed and keep my head in in that space and just keep going with it um yeah i think those those are pretty much encompass like my main challenges
0: very good that was uh, i yeah i was i was expecting like one and you you had quite a few so this is really good um i have quite a few too i promise so <laughs> that's awesome i yeah you were cutting out a little bit so if the conversation gets a little bit confusing and choppy for anyone that's what's going on but i think we're i I think it's coming back. I we'll think see. it's back. It's back. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see where this goes. Um, you have to be okay with, with insane circumstances arising when you do these sorts of conversations. Uh, okay. Awesome. Let's see. What's another one that I wanted to talk with you about? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So here's, here's one. You have always been interested in, you've always been sort of obsessed with this idea of being a positive person and Mm. you are one of the best people you're one of you you're one of the greatest examples of this dumb well in my opinion because you 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 really do have a positive attitude about things and you Mm. do it in a way that's pretty contagious and you make other people want to be that I think that's your goal so well done um thank you thank you yeah yeah so where did this where did this passion derive from so, interestingly enough, um, so
1: I, I grew up on the east side of the world. So I grew up in Thailand, um, I spent quite a few years in Dubai, had a brief time in Africa, India, just all over in the east. And I first came to the UK when I was 19 years old and had a huge culture shock. It was very different to anything i had ever experienced. Um, and it, it kind of, I, I was surrounded by, I don't want to say I was surrounded by a lot of negativity and a lot of negative like conversations, but I kind of was, and I didn't like it. Um, I really didn't like it. And I was like, I need, I need to create something for myself where I can wake up every day, feeling good, feeling optimistic that things are going to work out. And it was just kind of small steps in really just making myself sit back, look around she me. she is
0: completely frozen on my end. I don't know exactly what is happening. Hopefully we will recover. Hello. Hello. Wait, is that better? May, oh, uh, I can hear you. It's still let me, pixelated. Let me,
1: try, let me try and move closer.
0: Is that better? Hmm. Let's see. It's sort of coming back. I think once you start talking, it it decides it wants to go southward. Oh no! <laughs> let's see here.
1: Great, some waffler.
0: Oh, that's the waffling. You've overwhelmed the internet with your waffling. It's... Okay. So <laughs> I have indeed. We're going. We're going to break for just a second. Get this sorted out. We will be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're back. We had a bit of a catastrophe. And, uh, she, she dropped out of the call, came back. I think we're I okay. I think we overwaffled and the internet was punishing us.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is. It doesn't appreciate what the waffle is. Yeah, I, I
0: mean... guess so. It wants concise thoughts. They're like, nobody's going to watch this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So we were talking about you being a, a positive person. I think you, you definitely got a bunch of good thoughts in there. Uh, what do you think is the importance for another human being of integrating being a more positive? And I actually use that term over just positivity because I think that positivity mm. means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm. Uh, just being a, a positive, having a positive outlook on things, being optimistic. What do you think? How do you think that helps specifically the creator?
1: Mm. So, just thinking about that, I feel I feel like creatives have a different a very intense way of dealing with emotion i feel like we feel emotions all kinds whether it's mm. happiness whether it's sadness very very deeply um and i think that's because we put emotion into our work so we need to feel that
0: that's a great point point.
1: and um to, yeah so i just feel like being able to um what was the question? I've like <laughs> I've sidetracked
0: again. <laughs> you're good. Uh, you're just all you're sidetracked by all the positivity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was asking what is uh, what is the the value of somebody who is a creator integrating mm. positivity? And I, and I'll add this that I think that it's important to to create structure for your positiveness and your emotional state just like it's important to create structure for your body or for definitely. your creativity definitely so so yeah
1: for for me why it's important is because in all honesty I, that that you know this sounds this might sound for people who know me this might sound completely like out of the blue but sometimes i feel like it's very comfortable and easy to get into a negative state and there's there's just a feeling that you feel where it's like it's just very easy to be down on everything Mm -hmm. and it's very easy to get into a a place where you just don't want to do anything it's you know you listen to sad songs (laughs) and just kind of wallow about life
0: well it's almost it's almost like there's a comfort it's like a comfortable canyon
1: it, it really is it really is and i think you know it sounds strange saying it out loud but it is a comfortable space to be in um and it does take effort and like you know real focus to to get to a place where you feel good and i was thinking about this the other day like why for me why why does it take that effort and i think it's because once you get to that that point where you do feel happy and you do feel positive the possibilities are endless and there's there's this real weight that's been lifted off which is awesome but it can be scary because the opportunities are endless and you're just like where do i go from here um but i think also you get
0: worried about kind of falling back down and how do you keep yourself out of that
1: exactly exactly and interestingly enough so quite a while back i started this challenge called 500 days of positivity um it started on youtube where i posted a video every day just recalling something small or something big um which was a positive in my day and that was that was kind of like my fight back against negativity that i saw or that i was surrounded with and then it was consistent for about 150 or so days on YouTube and then I, I just couldn't keep up da- daily uploading. it was it was too much. And interestingly enough, throughout the journey of doing these days of positivity, I now do them, I would say every two to three days perhaps because what I've realized is some days some days you just don't feel great you know some days you just don't feel overly happy and i feel like instead of pretending and feigning this like oh everything's great you know flowers sunshine rainbows and those things are wonderful i love flowers sunshine and rainbows (laughs) um but i've learned that when i'm when i'm having kind of a down day or i'm just having this day where just like really like, I just don't know what's going on. I just have to embrace that feeling, really feel it, go through that motion. And in doing so, I come out the other side feeling much better and much happier. And I think also to be honest, like we, every single person goes through difficult periods in their life. You know, we go through struggles, challenges, whether it's with family, friends or external factors. And, one thing that my mom has taught me is like, no matter what you go through in life, you go through it, it happens, you move on. And I can honestly say like, in all the things I've gone through, I don't have any negative feelings towards those particular situations. Mm. And I really just remember them for the good parts of it. And, you know, whilst we, whilst I might, not have been laughing during that situation (laughs) because you know it could have been like really terrible or really scary looking back now I can see like funny aspects to it and I really have to credit her for that because that was something that she was she just was a like amazing role model for and it's just in all honesty I mean I just feel like that what what is the point of dwelling on things that don't you know that don't matter like i'm i'm not a drama person i don't get, i don't like getting involved in drama i just think there's no point um and i just we we live in a world of amazing opportunity we live in a world where you know we are so fortunate in in what we have access to what we can make of ourselves you know this this life that we've been born into is that there's everything is at our fingertips Mm. so you know what is there to complain about really and and like of course you know we we have those moments where like oh this sucks or oh you know traffic um but but ultimately it's it's just keeping that mindset of like life is great Mm. you know it's it's just all an experience so why not really make the best of it and if i can if i can have that meaning come through any of anything that i create that's always been my intention is is to through my artwork or through videos is to show other people that you can be positive and hopefully just have a have a good impact on them as well um, i just like making people smile as well <laughs> because smiles are great i love smiles um, um, yeah, I, d- I don't know if that made any sense. I feel like whenever I talk, I I actually make no sense. It might be it might be the waffle mentality, um, but yeah, that's kind of like now, where I'm going to do What's that.
0: so funny is there are a lot of people that I listen to when they talk, and I don't feel like they're, I they have valuable things to say. But a lot of times, I'm I'm in this place where I want to hear people say things that either really resonate with me on a on a special level. Or have mm. a uh, just a depth to them that can teach me something, mm. and mm. Uh, and you're you you're very good at articulating those types of things for me, and I, I think can. for everybody else, it's funny because I feel the same way as you feel when I talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like does anybody know what I'm saying? I <laughs>
1: exactly. think this makes sense. Like sometimes, I, sometimes I will talk to someone and I'll just get this. Just blankness right. and like nothing back, and I'm just like, uh, I, I, I tried, mm-hmm. I tried to be intellectual today, and I guess it didn't work. <laughs> they just didn't understand Sorry. where I was going with this. Um, let's just throw in a, a, a cheesy joke, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll get a reaction from them.
0: <laughs> I think there are different kinds of people in the world. I think some people don't don't they don't like to, <laughs> for one, they just don't like to think. And yeah. they 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 constrict thinking to specific areas of their life because yeah. it, that's because it's important to think a little bit, but you know I think my like my wife Wayne is my wife's Wayne my my <laughs> wife Wayne my wife's brain is yeah. wired to, uh, thinking is is an act for her it is mm-hmm. a chore. And and I, I don't mean that in a in a bad way at all. It's mm-hmm. she's very happy because she compartmentalizes the things that she thinks about in life, whereas I'm just always I'm just always noodling about intellectualisms and this sort of yes. thing. And it has the tendency to make you more neurotic, make more emotionally uh, sensitive to everything. Oh, <laughs> and this is, that... right. And this is a strength and weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And so one of the things is, and also there's like a maybe for you there's like a humility to when you talk, you want to make sure you say something that's interesting and meaningful. Whereas Definitely. a lot of people just talk because they like to talk, and and that's what a lot of people are used to. And a lot of people, it's just fun to them to be around other people who talk and say words that everybody else is saying all the time, and everybody just says words to each other. But yeah, uh, but when somebody like you comes along. To somebody who is not so interested in, in thinking about deeply about intellectual things they may not they, they, they're not in the right headspace to have time for that but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean what you're saying is not meaningful and, and interesting and important uh, mm-hmm. especially for society and that's that's what's helped me is like if the person doesn't want to hear it that doesn't mean that what I'm saying is not valuable. Mm, and that mm. there are a lot of people who do want to hear it because I'm I'm absolutely enjoying your thoughts. I think that you have Aww. you have some really fantastic uh you have a, you have a great way of explaining experiences and how you ex- how you feel things and mm. the importance of this and the importance of that. And so you're yeah. making perfect sense. Keep it up.
1: oh thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um,
0: so, uh, uh so that's fantastic. I was gonna the last thing I was gonna ask you is like what what do you want people to take away from your art but i think you covered that unless you have anything else to add
1: no i mean basically again it's it's sharing experiences sharing things that i've learned and hopefully the takeaway is that in some way it can inspire someone it can make someone's day um it can show people that anything is possible because we do live in a time where we have you know Technology has just given us so much opportunity Um, and also just to just to chill and, you know, look at the sky once in a while and realize that we live in a beautiful world. Mm. It has its flaws, but at the end of the day, you know, that there is beauty everywhere and it's just being it's making that effort to. To look around and seek those things out, Um, because it you know a lot of the times it doesn't come naturally. You do have to find them, but when you do, it's amazing and you feel amazing, Mm -hmm. and it's just overall fantastic.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another way that another thing that I think is nice about the way that you approach being positive is that it's not something that is a uh, this sort of uh, uh, forceful attempt to be to be full of happiness and Mm. it's it's grounded in a pretty real place like it Mm. it's sort of like okay things in life are hard and you have a choice to make
1: definitely and I I think
0: that much of life is about figuring out how to weather the storm while you're in it Uh, and that's definitely runs through our culture and is uh, is an important deep teaching about how to handle life because the reality is is people people you know people do get sick around you people do die around you people do mm-hmm. um, horrible things happen car crashes and you realize what's important obviously and uh, yeah and so it's like you, you have to come up with you have to come up with healthy ways to operate within that or else your brain will 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 wire itself very wrong and Definitely. you see this with people you know children who from the be- very beginning, their brains got wired wrong and so they don't you know for, just for example and we'll I mean this is just on the slightest level of the horrible things that can go wrong, but they don't they may not look at situations as you and I do after the fact mm-hmm. and say, I just remember all the the good things and what I pulled from that mm-hmm. um, a lot of these situations neg- negatively affect the, their, the way their brain works all of their mm. life and it's and it's really you know it's really awful it's really sad and so that's why it's like you have to it's this weird paradox because you have to be you have to it's important to be light-hearted and look at the sky and go oh that's a tree that's very nice mm. and to enjoy the simple things in life and to enjoy the deep things in life and and uh and, you know, be in a place where you're not thinking too deeply all the time about stuff. I always say yeah. my dog is the happiest person in the room at any given time because he just, mm-hmm. life's very simple for him. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> there's that, there's the simplicity uh, that you should pursue. But the paradox, the flip side is that you should approach that discipline for yourself with like deadly seriousness because it's really important for you to for, to help you be happy, do meaningful things, not be affected uh, mm. negatively by all of the things in the world that can be, uh, you know, difficult. It's like the world is full of wonderful things and tragedy at the same time. And yeah. what do you do with that? That's the question. And, um, exactly. that's a, that's, it's a big one, but I think that <laughs> it's like, that's why I think that it's, uh, extremely important to pursue meaning over just mm. sort of a, this lightweight kind of happiness, because exactly. if you're pursuing exactly. if you're pursuing meaning when when the bad things come around you have you have something you have a solid foundation to stand on when things go south and yeah so those are my thoughts about positivity
1: no uh, i would like 100% agree I, I don't have any anything to add on to that that was fantastic
0: beautiful i love this yeah. I, I feel like we could take <laughs> this last part and just chop it off and like post another video just about just about the positivity section because this that that was some really interesting stuff I think
1: definitely I'd I'd totally be down for that totally be down up I don't know sideways
0: oh you're waffling again
1: I'm I'm waffling <laughs> <laughs> beware we're gonna we might get pixelated soon
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just shuts the whole thing down
1: it does computers, My computers catch just on like, fire I'm out you've waffled on for too long <laughs> nah bye. <laughs>
0: that's so good okay hey this is a good place to wrap it up i think um once again i will this has been a fantastic conversation i would absolutely love to do this again sometime and uh and i will put your uh, links below would love to hear thoughts of anybody watching and or listening did i miss anything nope thank you again meg i hope you have a lovely day everyone and goodbye goodbye thank you very much